how many believe there is more? If you don't believe there's more, then you got a boring God. One resolute, praying, believing man or woman today can bring a spiritual awakening to an entire community. Something deep inside of me was calling out to the deep of God. And I said, Lord, there's got to be more. Hey, you're listening to the There's More Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Send Me Refuge. Send Me Refuge is a Christian mission organization currently based in Tapachula, Mexico. They reach far beyond simply telling others about Christ. We are all called to serve the nations for Jesus, and that's exactly what Send Me Refuge does. They show the light by equipping others, serving, and by just showing the love of Jesus to all people. There are many different ways to serve with Send Me Refuge, including digging water wells, construction, medical missions, shoe ministry, sewing ministry, food ministry, you name it, they got a way to serve. They also host a vacation Bible school for families in that area. So for more information, if you want to partner with them, if you want to go on a mission trip, if you just want to give some money, go to sendmerefuge.com. Read about their story in the About Us section on their website and how it all got started. I promise you it's an incredible story that needs to be shared it needs to be heard. Go to sendmerefuge.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the uh, There's More podcast. Uh, we have episode, is this number 32? I think this is 32. Episode number 32. We have a special guest with us today, a guy named Brandon Johnson. Brandon actually uh, uh, reached out to us uh, last year. Uh, if you guys remember our episode with, with Andrew Johnson, uh, the, the former Birmingham fireman, who has an incredible story. If you haven't heard it, I encourage you guys to go back and listen to it. I can't remember exactly the episode number, um, but I remember sitting in this room listening to Andrew tell that story. I, I grew up with Andrew, um, but just listening to him tell that story, I remember sitting at that table just like just crying, just you know how God just orchestrated uh, things in his life and was able to, to get him through a very tragic uh, time in his life. So, uh, but but this is uh, this is Andrew's brother, Brandon. Uh, he, he comes with us. Uh, Brandon has actually gone through, and we're going to get with this maybe, I don't know if this is going to be one part or two part uh, kind of serious here, but Brandon's going to share his testimony with us, uh, how God has changed his life, and he's also going to go into uh, some, some leadership stuff too. Brandon actually went to, didn't you go to John Maxwell uh, School of Leadership or something like that? Yes. Uh, so. So, so, so tell us a little bit about that, because I actually saw a, a video, I think it was on Facebook, of you sitting down with John Maxwell. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and that's, that's pretty neat, man. I mean, I, I went to a service one time where, where John Maxwell spoke. Was at Church of the Highlands on a, yeah. some leadership thing? And I was just I've – I've always heard of John Maxwell and yeah. seen all his books, but just to see, his, uh, see him in person and, and him, just how he explains stuff, man, it was, it was pretty mind-blowing. So, uh, yeah, tell us a little yeah. bit about, about what you do right now. Absolutely, absolutely. So – uh, about two months ago, I had the opportunity to, uh, I was invited to fly down to West Palm Beach and uh, uh, sit in and, and uh, he was doing some recording sessions Yeah, uh, because he's doing more of that today, just like most, most speakers are right, as right. opposed to going out and doing public. He's starting sure. to do more public events, but he does a lot of recordings uh, in his studio, a little small studio, no bigger than, you know, really this room. Yeah. But uh, but he 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 began a series called Mondays with Maxwell uh, this past month actually, and so me uh, uh, me along with three other John Maxwell team coaches, uh, and that was a certification program I, I uh, went through yeah. about five years ago. 
uh, we're invited in just to just to kind of uh, you know kind of give our story about you know how how it's had an impact on us and 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 how we've been able to use that for business. Yeah. And so it was really uh, it was unexpected. I got a I got a, a private message from who's now the the vice president of the John Maxwell team, kind of oversees the John Maxwell team, who has been a mentor to me for the last three or four years. So we've kind of become friends. And he just said, hey, hey, would you like to come down and hang out with us, spend the day, half day with John? And Sure. Uh, yeah, let me check my yeah, schedule. Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, free. So I'm like, yeah, so are we, you know, am I driving? Am I flying? You know, what's the deal? Like, when did she's like, well, actually, it's this Friday. I was like, okay. So, but yeah, no, it, it was awesome. And got to spend half a day with him and just sit there and, and watch him do uh, four live training sessions. Uh, they were going to be aired on four separate uh, time frames, and yeah. uh, and so unfortunately, I uh, I had I missed the opportunity to go to his birthday lunch because I'd already booked my my flight home. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was okay. We had our marriage conference that night that I had to be back for. That's but right. uh, but it was enough, so it was awesome. That's good. That's good deal. Uh, so if you will share share with us your testimony when you came, uh, you know, to know Christ. Um, like I said, I, I kind of remember you a little bit because me, uh, me and Andrew, like I said, grew up in this neighborhood together. And I remember going over to Andrew's house a few times, and I, I think you were over there maybe once or twice. And I might be way off on this, yeah. but for some reason I remember going over there and did you ever do like impersonations <coughs> or anything like that? Like I'm, I might be way off. I might have done a, a few. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, for, you know. for some reason I just remember, rem, yeah. uh, remember being over there like laughing my tail off. Yeah. Uh, at you, I mean, yeah. I, I I think it was you. I yeah. don't know. It, I might have I might have been I might have done a few back back okay. in the day. You know, just just being silly. But uh, well, or or you might be being nice and be like, no, dude, you don't know. Yeah, what you're talking right. about. So else. Right. Yeah. I mean, you guys, Andrew was six, Andrew was six years younger than me, That's so right. I guess uh, coming, you know, if that was way back when, if I was still there, coming from a place of uh, superiority or whatever, yeah, just yeah. you know, either make you laugh or like get out of my way, or beat you up. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, right. yeah. 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 That's right. So. Uh, Brandon, if you want to yeah. take the stage, man, just just tell us, you Absolutely. know, share your testimony with us, man. Well, first, before I go into that, man, I just want to I want to uh, acknowledge you guys for what you're doing and what you do, uh, because uh, even something like a podcast that, you know, that you know, is, has individuals, you know, influencers from, you know, from the local area, sometimes may seem like in the light of where we're at now in the podcast that have so many downloads and you know have so many people from all over the world. I just want to acknowledge you guys for what you're doing because it, 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 there's no doubt it's making a difference and it has made a difference. And so, uh, you know, what you guys do to advance the kingdom and, uh, because we never know, that's the cool thing about a podcast, yeah. right? We never know who could find this episode or any of your episodes that you've done so far and, and, and listen and hear one thing that could have a huge impact for the rest of our life. And sometimes we may find out and sometimes we might not That's right. until we get to heaven. Right. So well, we, we appreciate that. God is, yeah, uh, sure. God has burdened our hearts to just for people to share. Yeah. So, yep. so thank you guys for yeah, that. Man. So, uh, yeah, my story, uh, uh, I started out, I want to say, I guess I walked the aisle, uh, grew up in a Baptist home, grew up in a Christian home. Yeah. So when you say walk the aisle at eight years uh, at the church that we attended, to my recollection, nothing really ever changed much. I mean, I kind of was in that, I was a kid, right? And I grew, grew up in a Christian home. But it wasn't until I uh, got to middle school and we, we uh, started attending 
uh, first. Uh, so my parents had gone through a divorce, yeah. and so my mom and I, I'd really wanted uh, my mom. I asked my mom, "Hey, could we could we start going to this church because I have some other friends that go?" And and so I got involved with the student ministry in middle school. And I started to hear things and, and, and have things spoken to me and over me about, you know, the plan that God had for my life and That's what right. that entailed and what that looked like. And I had a really close friend. Uh, I don't know if, he, if you guys ever knew Andy Rowe, but uh, Andy was the son of the former music minister there. And he moved off when I was a freshman. Harvey, in high school. right? Yeah. 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 Harvey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harvey's. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time at their home. So even though I was going through my parents had gone through a divorce, I got to see what a godly family and a godly home look like and hanging out with him and spending time and they i could looking back now i could tell i didn't know it then but looking back now i could tell they just you know if i was in their shoes i would have i would um you know i would embrace i would have embraced me because of what i was going through right so all of that uh you know had an impact on uh, and so I, I, I kind of recommitted dedicated my life to christ right and 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 got baptized Mm -hmm. again and and so i knew from that point on that you know god had a plan for my life and that you know even though i had that foundation so that's where i was supposed to go so on into high school uh, about my junior year played ball growing up that's yeah. all that i knew that's all that i cared about yeah <clears throat> as so many of us guys that grew up in this that's, area that's do. right yeah and so so it was ball and then started experimenting uh you know, drinking drinking beer hanging out with the guys i had my buddies that I'd kind of grown up with, I haven't, you know, had you know, different ones, but uh, that kind of carried on to, you know, experimenting with some, some drugs, mostly like marijuana, you know, those sort of things. And I, and I, I didn't really enjoy it, but it was just part of the deal, right? We were just hanging out, yeah. you know, just trying to get through high school. So we got through high school, uh, actually got a, I was, uh, went through choir. So I had, a, I had given the opportunity to get to, to get a scholarship in choir to Jeff State. So I went for half a semester. I went for a semester and I quit because I had no idea why I was in college. Like, yeah. I, like what is this for? You know, what, what am I going to do with this? And plus, it was not fun at all. So yeah. I quit. I'm, I'm with you on that. I did yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just, it, it was like, I, I don't, you know, like, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. I, yeah. I, I wanted to be a professional baseball player. And then uh, when I got cut from the baseball team before I even finished high school, I was like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what, you know, so, so the rest of the time was spent just partying, living it up, right. Yeah. Living for the moment. Uh, never really fortunately got into a whole lot of trouble uh, per se, but, uh, but what that did was it, <clears throat> it was, it was kind of an, uh, the entryway into the club life. And so that kind of became my thing after uh, after I graduated, uh, met my wife now and uh, Candy, and uh, about a year after, um, less than a year after I graduated high school, and we just we just started spending the majority of our weekends at the clubs, and of course that just opened the door for for more alcohol, for more drugs, for for you know heavier drugs. Yeah, and uh, it was a lifestyle that was uh, not positive. Uh, at all. Um, however, I'll say, you know, I just was living it up. <clears throat> so less than a year after I graduated, I had this genius idea uh, that I, when I went to my pediatrician that I was just going to grab his script pad. And and so, uh, yeah, so what I did, I, I wrote... It's out, gutsy. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I was like, you know, Bold they, move, they, Cotton. They, Bold move. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. Well, they didn't guard it wow. like it is today. It was yeah. 20 years ago, yeah, right? Yeah. So grabbed it, took the prescription he wrote me, and I decided I was going to write out multiple scripts for, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
narcotic painkillers, like wow. high-powered wow. hydrocodone. Yeah. yeah. Stuff and they don't really give out. No, 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 no. <laughs> number one, uh, pediatricians don't write those prescriptions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number two, I wrote multiple refills. They don't oh, do wow. that either. Wow. So, so I was, I was, uh, you know, the first place I went to, they kind of gave me that eye and I ran. Uh, it was the old Kmart down here. I, I yeah. ran. It scared yeah. me half to death, but I was successful. I got uh, multiple uh, prescriptions filled. And so, you know, just kind of living it up, right? Because yeah. uh, these are these are pills that you'd pay four or five dollars a piece for. So uh, I was, you know, getting high. I was selling them at the club, that sort of thing. And and it was when I went back for a refill uh, at the pharmacy down here in Warrior that they, they they were waiting on me. Oh yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Walked in, uh, you know, had the undercover there. They the 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 officers walked in. They put uh, they asked me what my name was. They they. Uh, you know, told me to proceed to put your hands behind your back, cuffed me, put me in the back of the car, took wow. me right across the street. And uh, so I got to spend the night in the warrior jail and cry wow. my cry my eyes out, man, because sure. that's not where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Right. That's not the kind of stuff mm. I was supposed to do. Yeah. Got trans. I had to. Uh, they couldn't bomb me out. It's too late. They had to transport. They were going to transport me to the county. So I got tra- had to spend the night transported to the county. Uh, almost a day later. And so fortunately my dad was able to bomb me out, but, uh, I was not supposed to be there. I was not supposed to be in court in front of judge Cahill, who actually happened to be in the national guard with my dad back in the day and facing God knows what, you know, fortunately I was able to get uh, plead youthful offender. And, uh, so, and, and so I had enough wisdom to know, Hey, this is, this is not where you're Mm -hmm. supposed to go. Right. So, so anyway, I, 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 Pleaded youthful offender, walked out of that, and then uh, continued on with the lifestyle. But uh, a business opportunity came into my life uh, less than two years later, and we went to a conference. and And I saw people that had, they were in life where I wanted to be and had things in my life. Oh, by the way, they also they talked about faith mm. and how you could how you could have both. Because at that point, my perception of having success in life was either you're a an athlete or b you're an entertainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I saw that you could have business and you could have faith. And so, you know, kind of gave my life back to Christ again. Sure. Kenny and I got married shortly thereafter, and we were in a good place mm-hmm. until uh, my dad, who had been battling, and I'm sure Andrew may have mentioned this a little bit, he had been battling substance abuse most of his adult yeah. life. He finally succumbed to that, and we kind of saw it coming. And I was in a good place. I'd started a business. Uh, I... Uh, I was making more money than I ever thought I would. Uh, you know, we were attending church. We had adopted our oldest daughter at the time, mm-hmm. and and so when my dad died, I I made a decision, and it was not a good one. I I was looking for something to numb my pain mm-hmm. and escape, and instead of running to Jesus and running after Him, which is what He wants us to do, right? Yeah. I uh, I chose I chose pills, and I, I and. You know, because it was it was short term, and that was kind of my thinking at the time. And and what happened is a, a, an eight year battle uh, with substance abuse ensued for me. Wow! And it got worse, and it got worse. I mean, it went from pills to um, oxycotton. You know, and and it just uh, it, it, so we lost. So so here's what happened. Here's what I got returned. I I, I lost my business. Yeah. We lost our home. We lost all our, our, our cars, all of my rental homes. I had a real estate investment business. I had a mortgage in, uh, mortgage business. Lost it all. We got the, um, I got the opportunity to move next door uh, into my in-law's basement. I moved my family of four. So 
you know, okay, what now? Wow. What now? Yeah. Because I had the, I had it, what I thought, what I wanted, I had it over here, and then it was gone just like that. Yeah. Well, the problem was is that I was on the outside, everything looked great, but on the inside, I was a mess. I, you know, my character, integrity, and all of those things like that. So, so for the next six years, I tried to get back on my own what, <laughs> what I lost because of me. And man, uh, it, we barely hang on. We barely hung on a marriage, mm. and uh, you know I was going from job, you know, job to job. I didn't want to work this job because I, I was, I worked for myself and made six figures. Like, why would I want to work? It was just, it was a bad place. Sure. So, in 2010, I was at a place, man. I was done. Uh, Kenny and I had really come through some dark times, almost to the on the brink of divorce, mm. and I said, God, I'm done. Like. I am, I'm, I can't do this anymore. It's obvious. I've been beating my head up against the wall six years. I read the, I read the purpose driven life. And for 40 days, I, 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 I learned that God had a purpose for my life. And it was more than just having monetary success and more than money and more than the things that I had. That's good, man. And, and so I caught a vision. I said, okay, whatever you want. Three years later, God brought a church into my life and our life that radically changed my perception of what relationship looked like and also what uh, what ministry looked like and how I could have a relationship and they showed me step by step how I could build my prayer life I could I could le- I could learn how to serve I could uh, go after God with everything and, and I could wear my faith on my sleeve and it yeah. not be uh, you know salesy and it's not really anything that I've been taught differently it's just that I really hadn't been taught specifically and right. I'm a specific black and white type of person. So laid out steps uh, a couple years later, talking about the John Maxwell team, yeah. got him, got partnered in uh, learning, you know, getting certification in coaching, speaking, and uh, started doing leadership training. Uh, and that's really what I've spent the last uh, five years doing and have recently kind of transitioned because of the, 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 the victories that Kenny and I have had in our marriage and in our life. You know, he's kind of placed a burden in both of our hearts to, for marriage. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's a marriage small group, but for me, coaching men who, have, who are w- walking right now in that, that season of, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if we're going to make it, uh, whether it's, you know, I screwed up. I I cheated, I had an affair, or she did, whatever it is, I don't know if we're going to make it. Coaching these men that are in that place and letting them know that, number one, uh, you're going to make it, and number two, uh, no one's too far gone, no marriage is too far gone, That's right. and uh, anything is possible because God can do anything. That's good. So it's it's been a journey, uh, but you know what? it would be easy for me to say, yeah, if I, I could have changed anything, but honestly, when you know God's got a calling on your life and, and, and he's going to use your pain for purpose, you go, that's I wouldn't change a thing. So no, that's, that's right. Here I am. There's a, a couple key points I want to hit on. You said that um, I tried to make it on my own. I tried to get back to where I was after you lost everything. And, and that's normal. I think that's normal for us as men and as leaders of the household is, is I want to, and when we hear a lot of I, you know, I have to ask myself is like, um, Lord, where are you at in this? Because um, his plans and our plans sometimes don't match up, right? But I think something that you said is that you said like it almost kind of like you finally started like when you got baptized and you rededicated. I think um, there are moments in life where we have to come to the end of ourselves, And once we are so empty 
the only thing that would like can fill us would be Jesus. And that come like emptying ourselves comes with a lot of trials. Like who would ever say I would want to choose eight years of this or watching my dad go through this or losing a six figure income and almost on the verge of divorce. But on the backside, like God is on on the business of taking our worst and making it his best. And that's that's the story of the gospel is that everything that we see in scripture and we would include our lives in this is he takes a mess and says, hey, I've got a story. And it's it's his story through our life. And I think that you uh, you you reached that moment that there had to be more. But you had to find the end of yourself. That's that's so good. I was uh, I was reading this morning, Isaiah 53. Uh, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have gone in our own way. And God laid the punishment on his son, you know, for the iniquity of us all. And so I'm so glad. Like this morning, I was just thinking about that. I'm so glad that regardless of our past, our decisions we've made, we've made in our past, that we're not canceled. You know, we live in a canceled culture sure. nowadays. If we say the wrong thing or the, the wrong thing that the world says is wrong for us to say, or if we do the wrong thing, um, they'll write us off. But thank God he did not write us off. You know what I'm saying? Because, he, I mean, easily, if it wasn't for Jesus, I mean, we would, we would, have, we would be, we'd be in hell. I mean, yeah, we, we can we would be, jokingly you know, say that Jesus canceled. I mean, that, you know what? We are in a cancel culture. Yeah. But thank you, Lord, that Jesus cancels like my sin. Like yes. I don't have to look at everybody else. And I'll have to piggyback on something that um, Pastor Kevin preached on this Sunday at church is, is that we've all been in the ocean, right? Yeah. And as a kid, you go out in the ocean, you go out there right in front of your parents, and you're on a boogie board or whatever, and the next thing you know, you find yourself way down, right? You get drifting away. You're so four you, condos down. Yeah, you, you look up, I'm like, where's my – you're like, you're not my parents. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, what a great illustration he was saying is that you know, we can keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and every one of us, including myself, have drifted away, you know, and that's the prodigal son. Remember when he squandered everything, got his inheritance and went off like his eyes were removed and he drifted away. But thank you, Lord, that Jesus runs after us. What a great symbolism of that Jesus was running to the son and basically saying, come on, let's fatten the calf, let's have a party. And he wanted to uh, he wanted to give all the excuses why. Yeah. But our Jesus says, man, welcome home. Yeah. And that's a, that's that's uh man that's your story that's our story. Yeah. And uh like you were right before we hit play is that your story is not like that. Yeah. And which is just fine. Like there was still you were born into sin, you were separated from God. We needed a savior. I I'll, I'll tell you what. Um I was kind of uh before the episode started we were just kind of sharing. I was I was kind of sheltered from from the drugs and stuff when I was growing up and I I, I saw some of my older friends go through some of that. I didn't want to go through it. Um, I was scared because I was like, if I do something like that, I'll probably be addicted for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was scared what it would do to me. Um, but regardless, I don't, I don't, I didn't get involved in that. Thank God I didn't. But a lot of people will say, you might be like me. You're like, oh, my testimony is not as strong as his. Well, guess what? Like we were all going to hell. Like, like Jesus saved us out of hell. Mm-hmm. Period. Like that is my story. That's my testimony. Thank God for saving me because if it wasn't, regardless of if my testimony isn't as strong, it is strong. Every single one of your testimonies strong because Jesus saved you out of hell and condemnation, all those things, man. So it's powerful. It is a hundred percent powerful. But uh, Brandon, thank you for for sharing that that story because I know a lot of people. There's probably we could probably spend an hour or two, you know, going into more details about your story itself. And just what God rescued you out of, 
Um, but it's so cool to see how the Holy Spirit was still working in your mm-hmm. life and still drawing you to him, you know, regardless. I mean, yeah, a lot of times we, we come to our to the bottom of the barrel and we're like, man, like something's got to change. But you knew that God had more for your life. You know, mm-hmm. thank God for Rick, for Rick Warren and, and writing that book, uh, Purpose Driven Life. And that's an incredible book. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, thanking God that, that that your eyes were open too, and, and you were able to see the the purpose and, and the more that God has for you. That's the title of our show. There is yeah, more. I mean, it's because right. it's we yeah. know we everybody comes to a point in their life where they realize like there's got to be, be more. If, if you're a Christian, you might realize, man, there's got to be more to this to my Christian life than just going to church. If you're if you're not a Christian, you you probably realize there's got to be more to my life than just living the way I want to live, you know. And so that you know, for you to even to, to say that and to share it, man, as yeah. we, we all come to that point. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. There's a there's a lot of people that I could thank, and and I, I think Andrew would uh, would agree with me also that uh, you know, we knew we knew my mom had always been a praying mom. Yeah, and even through the stuff that she went through with you know dealing with you know my dad's addiction, you know just constantly praying, and and even when we were both astray, just praying. And of course, we had others praying. Thankful for uh, you know spiritual leaders that I had in my life growing up, even though I may not have kind of resonated with me there, you, you hear, right. You hear, even in the subconscious, it seeds are planted and yeah. I'm thankful for seeds that were planted in my life. And, and knowing that, uh, you know, you, you know, because I was raised in that manner that the seed had been planted and actually begun to, to take root that when I was even lost as you know you could be, yeah that I, I knew where home was. And and uh, so a lot of thanks to that. But yeah, absolutely. I find myself on a, on a, on a uh, when we were walking through my stepdad's uh, uh, journey through cancer last, yeah. last year, you know, it's been almost a year since he passed away. I just remember, you know, people at church would, you know, people would ask me, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? And, and, and even some other situations in life, you know, you know what, I'm just, He's doing great. We're doing great. Thank you for praying. But you know what? I just, I'm just think. I just say thank God for Jesus. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't imagine where I would be in my life. And and again, it's it's been that shift in because you you kind of grow up and go, you gotta have your quiet time. You gotta have your yeah, time. Yeah. But when you don't do it, you don't know what that's about. So you, it's like, how do you have a relationship with someone if you don't spend time with them? Yeah. You're not. Right. I, I mean, they can be there. That's God's good. there. Jesus is there. But yeah. if you're not going to talk of them, if you're not going to spend time with them, you're not going to have that relationship. So, you know, I've had the uh, fortune over the last seven, eight years to to build my faith and to yeah. build that up on a daily basis. And I say, mm-hmm. thank God for Jesus, because I can't imagine where people that are walking through a loved one, going through something like cancer yeah. or losing someone tragically or a child without Jesus and without the hope of eternity, how they get through it. Right. right. And so... So much gratitude, but uh, but you know, d- to touch on your point, here's the deal. Um, you, <laughs> that's a good thing that you didn't deal with that yeah, because yeah. your mom and dad uh, prayed that you know to 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 steer you away from them, just like we prayed. Our oldest is uh, is uh, getting ready to graduate college, mm-hmm. and uh, our middle's starting uh, in the in the fall. Won't won't acknowledge where um <laughs> it's gotta be alabama right yeah, yeah we're is. not going to talk about that but um <laughs> you know her grandpa um steve got to her yeah, uh, at an early age that's right it is what it is yeah you know. but uh nevertheless we're proud of her yeah, and my youngest sure. our prayer is that they never deal with anything mm-hmm. remotely close that's, that's right because 
we don't want that pain in their life. That's right. It's not worth the testimony because here's the deal. It's not a guarantee that they're going to come out, <laughs> no, right? right. We exactly can hope. Right. But if you get addicted, I mean, we've all heard the stories of, you know, eventually getting into heroin. And man, mm-hmm. that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I lost my brother two years ago to that. Yeah, it's uh, so it's um, it so, affects every family that so doesn't know boundaries as, or, as, you or know, county men, lines. So. Yeah, men and moms and dads of faith. God, we're we're praying against mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that if you don't, if you haven't gone through something like that, be grateful because right. we all have insecurities. We all have things growing up that we can we can use to minister. You know, it doesn't have to be this deep dark drugs or depression. Right. It, we can find somebody that we can relate to. Um, and, and, and have an influence on. That's good stuff. Um, Brandon, I just want to – I think we're going to turn this kind of into a two-part series. Mm-hmm. If, if, okay. if you'll do us a favor and hang around. Absolutely. Because we're going to do another episode with Brandon. He's going to really kind of go into – uh, you know, leading men through through marriages and things like that. I know you guys want to stick around and listen to it. Uh, so thank you for watching this episode. Uh, like I said, stick around for episode, I guess it'll be number 33. Yeah. Uh, episode number 33. Brandon will be with us again, and uh, we'll catch you guys later.